Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Club. Last time, our heroes finally engaged in some combat with gnolls, and uh, got kind of beat up. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this little adventure. Joining me in the Discord chat are... This is Daniel. I play Ched. Kahal. I'm playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I'm playing Thalrock. Matt, and I'm playing Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarjax. Our heroes found themselves in the middle of combat when we ended last time, and they had just heard the Null leader give some orders. So they do have language. Eh, not really concerned about that right now. <laughs> and Invisible Terrajux, it's your turn. You hey. are artfully concealed behind a boulder that looks a lot like you. <laughs> so, from this Must be nice. boulder... I think I've missed something. <laughs> So I'm I'm crouched and the boulder is crouched next to me. Yes. And um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to uh, use gust to blast a face full of burning cinders and ash onto the sleeping knoll next to the fire. Well, I guess he's not sleeping anymore because there was what? a. No, a he's asleep. Should, shouldn't we be more concerned about the? the... Wait, he's still asleep. Sleep lasts for one minute, or if the sleeper takes damage, or somebody uses an action to wake them up. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind then. Um, I thought he was going to wake up. From my hidden position, then I am going to head. This glaive guy seems like a pretty serious customer. Bad news. He's bad news. I'm going to cast Witch Bolt on him. Here we go. Okay. And um, I'm stealth, so I assume advantage, yes? Correct. Cool. I'm going to need it. Because <laughs> I... Attack rolls, they get me every time. Oh, wow, I'm glad I took that advantage. Uh, that is going to be 22 to hit. What was the other roll? I rolled a 9, so that's only going to be like 15. Okay, well, you hit. Yeah, that's... Unlimited! <laughs> so I've, I've got my, you know, the lightning-struck twig that I'm always just twirling around, and I leap out of cover, and as he is surprised, I blast him in the chest with this bolt of lightning, and it is ten lightning damage, and the bolt does not dissipate. It crackles between us. I just imagine, like, a, a crazed 20-year-old jumping out from behind a rock, yelling, <laughs> lightning bolt in the forest! <laughs> that's, that's exactly because that's exactly, how you, that's exactly how you put people to sleep. <laughs> Witness the storm! Uh, yeah, the air, smell, the air smells of ozone. Cooking Knoll, I think. One of them fell in the fire, yeah? Yep. <laughs> mm, um, hot damn. So yes, this crackling bolt of, of electricity now connects Terrajux to the pack leader. Um, and honestly, you guys are a little concerned about how casually Terrajux waves this twig around in most occasions. This is twice now that you've seen this twig produce extremely potent blasts of electricity. <laughs> I also used to stir my drinks. Of course you do. Give them, give uh, them of course that you do. ozone taste. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Leyland, it is your turn. There is a sleeping knoll 
and a dead knoll immediately adjacent to you. There is uh, a knoll standing next to a lean-to, currently weaponless. Um, and there are three knolls near, uh, near the broken-down lean-tos, one of which is slightly larger than the others. Uh, the other two look pretty unsteady on their feet, having been, you know, blasted by thunderous energy. And there's no way to, like, heal myself right now, right? Not unless you have, like, a potion. No, I don't. And there's no real cover nearby. Uh, you could you could run back to the forest. It's it's within your move range. There's some rocks, and there are there are rocks. You'd probably have to like crouch down or drop prone to properly use them as cover. Okay. Could I take a shot at the weaponless knoll and then go behind cover? Sure. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm gonna take a shot at the knoll that is weaponless, but it hasn't been affected by any of what's been going on. Correct. Okay. So yeah, Except I'll take spiritually. <laughs> then I'll take a shot at him. Do it. A fifteen. That hits. And an eight. Eight damage. Yep, it sprouts an arrow from from its uh, forearm, and it lets out a roar of pain. And then I carefully get behind the nearest rock and nurse my shoulder with nice fang marks buried into it. You'll have a lovely scar to tell stories yeah. about. Uh, Ched. So, is the spear still embedded in my arm? No, it just grazed you. Oh, it just grazed me for a third of my health. Cool. Um, so... I know, I know. Um, so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna take to the sky, produce a flame in my hand. Yep. And rain death from above. Hooray. (laughs) Which one are you targeting? I am targeting one of the ones that I... I got all shook up. Okay. My thunder wave. Do, 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 do. Plus my wisdom? Question mark? Why can I never remember this? Hold on. I don't know. I I am intimately unfamiliar with druid magic because I've never, I've never DM'd a campaign where somebody's Produce playing with druid. You're missing out. Range, range spell attack. Proficiency and wisdom, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22 total. That hits. 1d8 fire. 2. A, a, whole, a whole 2 fire damage. To okay. Lucky number null 2. I don't know. The one... I'll, so there's one close to you, then there's the one in the middle, the big one, and then the other one that you hit is on the other side of him. Okie doke. So he's on the left. Yes. Alright, good. I was aiming for the left. Okay. Uh, yeah, your your little ball of fire smacks him in the face, and he like shakes his head and resumes menacing your compatriots. Uh, the one who threw his spear at you reaches back into the lean-to behind him and pulls out a bow. Oh. And takes aim at you. No. Oof. Oh no. Okay. Oh. It'll be fine. I'm sure you'll be. I'm sure you'll be fine. Uh, you take four points of damage. From- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won't take too much fall damage, guys. I'm light. 
<laughs> It'll just break every bone in your body. Yeah, but they're like really light, so no. Desmond. Did the did the knoll that was killing uh our friend the ranger Leyland, did he die already? Yes, yes he's yeah. dead. Yes. Okay. So I just need to kill the guy underneath Ched. Alright. Um I'll get into eye shot and I'll cast Frostbolt. So you're the shooting the one with the bow? Yes. Okay. Yes. That is a twenty twenty-four. That hits. Seven damage. Oof. He looks like he's about to keel over. That's all I do. I have no other... Okay. Uh, Sleeping Noel continues to blissfully dream. And it is Falrock's turn. So, aside from the sleeping one and the big one, how many others are left? There's the one with the bow and are the... The three... There are three... There are three active regular gnolls left. There's okay, a the weaponless the one wave. that I got, and there's the weaponless one that I hit. Right. right. Okay. Gosh, just making sure. Okay. Um, and the two that got hit by the thunder wave, they're near each other, right? So those two are standing on either side of the pack lord in gotcha. front of the in front of the lean twos. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go straight for the head of Hancha then. There's a sense of quiet determination that falls over Fall Rock. Um, if this was depicted in drawing, he would have a little bit better definition, drawn just slightly a little bit better. <laughs> uh, and he runs forward, and he's going to punch the crap out of this, uh, this pack lord. So. Boom, boom, boom. Serious punch. Ooh, natural 20. <laughs> Boom! Uh, and then oh, the other one is a 19. Consecutive punching! <laughs> consecutive normal punches, yes. Uh, and the other one's a 19, so... Yeah, those will both Gotcha, so the critical will be so you, 4 damage, because it's a d4, plus whatever I roll? Yeah, so you roll damage and then add the maximum for your damage dice to it. Gotcha, okay. So that's going to be 9 damage from the crit... Neat. And then that's going to be four damage from the regular one. Okay. Uh, he's looking He's looking beat up, but he's not, you know, he's still looking pretty strong. Cool. Aggro acquired. Yeah. yeah. And for, for reference, I'd prefer this version of the, of the critical hit rules because it really sucks if you get a crit and then you roll like one and two yeah. on your damage oh dice. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this way you're under- guaranteed to actually have an impact with your crits. Much, much better. Yes. Uh, Falrock went... Uh, the two flanking gnolls have also acquired a target now. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. What's your armor class? 16. Okay. Uh, only one of them manages to hit you with a spear. You take five points of damage. Okay. As it, you know, there's a, a very convenient target now right next to its boss. The other one is kind of reeling from the force of the punches that you hit the pack yeah. with. And it's like, well, I don't know if I want. Maybe <laughs> not. And so its thrust is only, it's only kind of half-hearted and you're just able to like bat it away. Now it's the pack lord's turn. Oh, God. And it brings its glaive to bear. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um... 
but it is also reeling from the force of the punches that were just delivered to it. And so um, its aim is off and you are able to easily step away from it. And that brings us to Terrajux. Um, oh yeah, I suppose that's the other thing is you have to, you, you manage to slip under the, the lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, well, you see, I just have to use my action to cause damage. So I'm going to sit behind this rock and just kind of hang out. <laughs> but you can't, you, you have to maintain line of sight with it. Yeah, yes. I, I, I'm crouched behind the rock. <laughs> Exposing as well as myself to spears as possible. Yeah, you just see like the top of Terrajux's head and his arm resting on top of the rock with the twig pointed. Well, we're on that right now. Uh, That's going to be 12 lightning damage. Oof. Max roll. Yeah. Ouch. I'm using the d12 that I use for my barbarian hit dice. It has never led me wrong. (laughs) It's true. Very true. It's so good. Now the pack lord looks like he's having some trouble. I don't really have anything else to do. Actually, I'm going to do a perception check, seeing as I have nothing else to do, just to see if there's any other gnolls trying to sneak up on. Please do. Uh, That is going to be a 14 on perception to see if there's anything amiss. You do not see anything amiss. Cool. Leolin. So the pack leader is still... Still up. Still going. Yep. Well, I, I think he needs an arrow in him as well. So I'm going to take my aim at them because I'm a little bit concerned about Fall Rock over there still. So, yeah. And I don't think I did anything to help. That was a two. Yep. Uh, a two's not going to get there, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, so between trying not to hit Fall Rock and also trying not to like shoot through the lightning bolt and just wasting your arrow, um, you're, you can't quite get a beat on the Pack Lord. Do you want to move at all? No, I think I'm happy where I am right now. My shoulder still is a bit, mm. bit bothersome. So, all right, Chad. Hmm. Looking grim. Looking grim for you personally. Oh <laughs> no! How much health do you have left, Chad? I'm thirty feet in the air. How much health do you have left? Thirty feet in the air. <laughs> I'm thirty feet in the air. <laughs> it's your What's turn. A- What's uh, the guy wielding the bow is no longer wielding a bow, right? No, he's wielding a bow, um, <laughs> but he's, he's on his last legs. Uh huh. What kind of bow is it? Does it look like a, a small, bow. like a short? It was a long. Oh, god damn it! Okay, I'm gonna aim. Uh, I'm gonna produce a flame. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw it at him. Please do. I don't take too kindly to Being arrows in my arrows in my torso. Yeah, it's bad. Hi. Yeah. Eight total. Yeah, that's not gonna. You're mm. you're struggling with the pain. Uh huh. Fireball goes wide. Right, right. Oh, just trying to rack up my brain for the exact range of of a longbow right now. Anybody? Anybody um, know? Really long. Really very long. Really, yeah, but like, really long. but like straight up. You know, yeah, cover kind of a, is a better suggestion than range. <laughs> Uh, I could fly above the trees. I got a 50-foot move speed in the air. Clouds are sure. partial cover, right? Pretty sure. Uh, sure. Like <laughs> the base Longbow's range of the longbow is 150 feet. The maximum range is 600 feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fly behind a tree? <laughs> yeah. uh, so Exit. The, the party you sees Ched like, dive for the tree line. Exit stage right. <laughs> Tailspin. Yep. And uh, 
End my turn. That's good, because the goblin with the longbow now turns his arrow to point at Terrajux. What is your armor class? It's 12, but I'm in cover. You are. So advantage, right? Or disadvantage? Cover gives you armor class bonuses. Oh. But it is cover enough as the arrow hits the boulder in front of you. Yeah. Desmond. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna frost bolt the uh, big scary bow guy again. Excellent. And I'm gonna hit him. Seven does not hit. I think. No. Okay, I miss. How do you miss? I'm gonna Why? I'm gonna start making you guys do flavor text. <laughs> uh. All right. I'm into it. I didn't want to overstep my bounds. <laughs> his feet. Now what? he has like he has oh. snow snow crusted. He has, uh, he has cold feet. Yeah, he has cold feet. <laughs> okay, still asleep. Farok. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna stay focused. I'm gonna take that big guy. Please do. Da, 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 uh, da. So yeah. The first attack's going to be a 22. Second one's going to be a 7. The first attack will hit. The second one will not. Okay. And that's 7 damage. All right. You bring, you bring your fist. Uh, oh, no. I'm going to kick this guy. If, well, if I, I only I went one shot. I don't know you can reach his face, because he's like oh. 8 feet tall. Can just I drop, just drop kick, kick him. him. Just drop kick him. Yeah. So you go so you go for the knee. You hook your foot around a knee and you you yoink him down and then you punch him in the face. Sure. And he just topples over backwards. Yep. Um and the second the second punch that you had coming in just goes over his head because you've already killed him. Fair enough. Oh good. Fair enough. The other knolls uh howl. I point a finger at the knoll that had was too afraid of my punches earlier. And I I just <coughs> point right at him and go, You're next. Actually, he is next. Oh yeah. <laughs> Appropriate, right? You are you are he this time stabs you. The other one is distracted by the death of his boss. And you take three points of piercing damage. Alright. He just he brings it right on in. He's trying to stab your hand off because it's pointing at him, but it's a weird angle. <laughs> Doesn't quite work. Terrajux. Your hey. witch bolt ceases. Yes. So we have Sleeping Knoll. We have the one with the bow. He's already dead, basically. The one with the bow is on his last legs, right? Yes. The, the remaining standing knolls all look pretty heavily injured. Pretty beat up. Okay. How far away are... I guess, where are they in relation to things around the camp? So there's... Are there three still standing, or have there are three still standing? They're all near the lean-tos. Um, two of them are on either side of the pack pack lord's body, and then the one with the bow is like five to ten feet on the other side of them, in front of the remaining lean-to. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and use uh, frostbite on the one with the bow. That's gonna be a Constitution save from. Our good friend, the Knoll. DC is 14. Uh, he succeeds. Ah, there's a, an icy gust, but um, you know, there, there's a fire and everything, so it doesn't, it doesn't quite work. <laughs> this doesn't normally happen. <laughs> it, it just comes mm-hmm. across as like a refreshing summer breeze. Anything else you'd like to do? 
you know, I'm pretty cozy behind this boulder. Seems reasonable. And I'm going to duck down completely now that I no longer have Witch Bolt. Okay. Yeah. Leolin. I'm going to turn my attention to the uh, the knoll that did not attack Fall Rock. So the, the one, I guess, to the other side of the one that he was... Uh, to the left. Yes, to the left. And shoot a, a shoot an arrow his way. Splendid. That's a fourteen. That is eighteen. Eighteen hits. And a seven. Uh you you shoot him right between the eyes and he drops. Well, there we go. I give Fall Rock a thumbs up and then duck behind my rock again. Yeah. So as you're as you're like doing your drop kick spinning stuff, Fall Rock, uh, mm-hmm. you momentarily notice uh, Leyland's just like his arm with a thumbs up from behind a rock and then it disappears. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Ched, mm. you're in the trees. Yes. Yes, I am. You can't Ched. see the fight anymore. No, I cannot. So I'm coming out from behind the trees. Uh huh. I'm gonna land. You know, sort of close, within thirty feet of our our bowed, our bowed, our ranged enemy. Okay. And I'm gonna end this. Please do. I produce produce a flame, and uh, and lob it his way. Eighteen plus six, twenty four. That hits. He takes five fire damage. Okay. There is a wash of flame over him, and uh. It it's just too much with all the other wounds he's sustained, and he topples over as well. Hmm. Hmm. All right, and uh, that's my turn. Cool, Desmond. Uh, I'm gonna go after the second one. Excellent. Uh, Frostbolt again. Um, twenty-one to hit. That hits. And you did it. I know, right? Seven damage. All right. Uh, he looks pretty severely wounded, and now he's also very cold. Somebody should give him a big blanket or a warm hug. Aww. Or a fireball. <laughs> You're awfully concerned about this bloodthirsty humanoid. Falrock, now's your chance to finish him off. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to start Take with a... just one attack. Since it's action and bonus action, I'm going to try and split those up. Sure. Total of 20. Yep. And that's seven damage again. Yeah, you you uh, bring your fist up, and you hear the layer of frost that's coating it shatter, and you just punch it, and there's like the front half of a knoll etched in ice for a moment before that also shatters. <laughs> nice. And it falls to the ground. No, not nice. Ice. <sighs> uh, so we'll we'll pull out of initiative because it's still like. 30 seconds left on on this knoll before it wakes up. (laughs) And I assume you'll be able to dispatch it. Yeah, we sing him a lullaby. Go to sleep, never wake. (laughs) And and then we kill him, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That was was the extent of my musical talent. (laughs) Confirmed, Um, not a bard. Are we still doing this take a prisoner thing? Because Knowles can't speak common, so they'll be like, ah, did you take that grain? He'll be like, warp, warp, warp. And it 
I don't know. I'm not sure how how else you're gonna debunk a no crime syndicate without some sort of. <laughs> we're gonna take that glaive <laughs> and stool we're pigeon? Take the glaive wielder's head. All right. I mean, if they want, they can come to this forest and see the camp and be like, "Oh wow, there were six gnolls here." The the no crime syndicate cleaners are gonna clean it up, and you won't even know it was here. And everybody <laughs> will look at us like, "What are you doing?" If that happens, then we've got bigger issues going on than proving we'll that we killed cleaners. a bunch of gnolls. <laughs> we'll kill the cleaners. <laughs> we, we will kill our way up through the gnollish mafia as long I, as it takes. This is this is far too much commitment for me right now. I just I can't get involved in knoll crime wars. So I say too late. Too late. <laughs> right, they guys, know our faces. Guys, 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 we have like ten seconds left. Are we killing this knoll or not? Yeah. Of course. Oh, all right. You put uh, him to sleep, you kill him. Forever. <laughs> yeah. And Leyland is going to like you give it forever. You dispatch it properly. Don't worry, Pa. I put him to sleep. <laughs> 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 so I guess I'll just, um, I'm going to need help with this actually. <laughs> uh, shocking grasp onto its face repeatedly. <laughs> Yep, that's you give him the old electric chair. <laughs> and uh yeah. Don't look away. <laughs> so you can be so you look can at be what you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kidnapping is wrong. <laughs> what about just and murder? This this place smells like burning knoll, so we should leave. <laughs> I guess let's take the glaive. Let's maybe take a knoll head, uh-huh. maybe the chief. I'm taking taking the longbow. I'm checking the chieftain's uh, lean-to. Maybe he's got a stash. Make an investigation check. Pipe weed or gold. I was looking for green. Make an investigation check. Eleven. Why don't you roll uh, a D percent for me, Daniel? Oh. Ooh. I got a 12 to look for green. Uh, you don't see any grain. What you do see are human bones that appear to have been gnawed clean. We should take back some of those bones. Along with a pile of, like, animal bones that have also been gnawed clean. Mm. That does not bode well. Mm-hmm. That's a three You got a three on a D percent? Yep. Okay. Zero, zero, and then a, a three. So in the chieftain's tent, you find a little box that contains a chess piece made from glass and a pair of earrings set with with gems. So earrings and a... Did you say a chess piece? A chess piece, yes. Does this look like it's from an actual chess set or that weird hex chess that we found? That's what I was wondering, yeah. Because we have have two winged figurines from a hex... This looks... Like a uh, like a proper chess piece, and it okay. it looks pretty old. Ooh. Is it like a mm. pawn? Is it a rook? It's uh, a knight. It's a okay. Mm. Okay. Nice. So cool. I'll, I'll pocket those in the earrings and tell uh, tell everybody what I found in the tent. Anybody else is welcome to give it a look. Look, see. I'm gonna prod through the other lean twos that have collapsed on one another. I'm gonna make sure. Uh, so there's the one that so the chieftain's one was in the middle. The one that got blown down was on the left and got blown into the chieftain's tent. Oh, and then the okay. one on the right is still standing. Uh, I'll check the one on the right actually. Uh, make an investigation check. That is going to be 
Nine. Nine? Yes. Nine. Okay. You spot tucked up against one side of it what looks like an altar with a wooden carving, wooden carved figure on top that looks like a particularly ugly and unpleasant knoll. Well then. Make a make an arcana check for me, or religion sure. would work also. Um actually do both. I'm I'm garbage at both, so that's that's fine. <laughs> Uh, Arcana, I got a 12. Religion, I got a 3. Okay, you have no idea what this is, but it does not, it makes you feel bad. Like, like, so I'm holding it. Is my arm withering, or is it just a general sense? No, it's, like, it emanates an aura of unpleasant dis-ease. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna take the cursed null figure and put it in my pocket. <laughs> Boy, this makes me feel gross. Puts <laughs> I'm all about new experiences. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. We might need this. Wouldn't maybe be a good idea to show it to Fall Rock? He's kind of the you know, religious, religious person. Guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I <do not laughs> like the fact that I'm a religious person, but I am a religious person. <laughs> Yeah, I come strolling out of there, staring into the eyes of this dark effigy, and I go, hey, you guys think this thing's cursed? Did you touch it? I'm touching it right now. I'm <laughs> holding it. Definitely, <laughs> definitely cursed. <laughs> Natural 20 on religion. <laughs> this is a totem of Inigu, a, a demon lord that most gnolls are in service to. Put it back. Exciting. Uh, and it is exuding a gentle Abyssian aura. Oh, Tatterdogs, put it back. It's cool, though. It's evil. It's cool! I'm keeping it. <laughs> Go to your room. Is it going to understand me? Or... Say what? Is it going to bring misfortune on us? Or Probably. Like, it... It's an effigy of a demon lord who rules over all the gnolls. And we just killed a whole bunch of gnolls, so you really want to have an effigy that could stare at us all night? I mean, maybe it breaks even. I don't think it's going to bring fortune. All right, all right, I'll put it back. I was going to keep it so we could, like, maybe frame some gnolls later, but I'll put it back. I put the demon figurine back on its altar, and uh, peace out. So what what piece of evidence are we going to use to prove that we killed these? We can take the cursed null figure of Inagu. I was thinking I... take the cursed figure of Inagu <laughs> <laughs> and leave it in the village. Yes, yes, you know because that would never come back to bite us at all. Yeah, Falrock, no. you know instinctively that that would come back to bite you. Yes, <laughs> like bringing, I, I bringing a cursed effigy into the town would inevitably invite an abyssal incursion at some point. Oh, wow. So this thing's like a ticking time bomb. Oh, which is why we need to destroy it. Yeah, we should really probably burn this, don't you think? I don't like talking about fire. That's okay, because I don't really have hang-ups about fire. So (laughs) if the fire brings its destruction, go go right ahead. I mean, Um, all right. As far as you want, let's let's burn it. Speaking of fire, you know... Carterize my wound or anything since I've it's only bleeding a little. You'll be fine. I mean, you're in no immediate danger. Sanitary knolls are. (laughs) Yeah, like how 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 hurt are you? 
I know. I'm gonna cast healing word on my Bump my shoulder, my bleeding shoulder into you. <laughs> yeah, you're just like standing in front of me because you know what? Because I basically brought Tara Jux back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like, oh my shoulder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm in pain. <sighs> so, oh, I rolled two fours, so everybody gets eight apiece. You're welcome. Everybody? Nice. Hey. No. No, the two. Leland and oh. Chad. Yay. I hate using the power, and it only makes it worse because I rolled max dice. <laughs> yep. Uh, nice. A soothing, so. a soothing stream of water pours out of uh, Desmond's hands, and like water bending style just kind of makes the wounds <laughs> knit closed. Huh. I'm just. This, I'm just. Well, that's nice. I like. I like pat. Pat my chest. Huh. Well, that was. That was really nifty. Aqua person seems pretty useful. Yeah. Yeah. Go pray to Quilla and leave me alone. So right. uh, I asked Tara Jux, um if you wouldn't mind. I can. I could burn the the effigy if you want. I was going to produce it in the flame. campfire, but oh, I thought it was smoldering. Oh, is it's, it, it's definitely not yeah. going to make a smaller demon pop out. Speaking of smoldering, <laughs> wasn't there smoke in the distance somewhere, or was this that was that was that was this the campfire, okay, which, okay. which is burned down to embers and is just like gently smoking? You know, oh, what? Okay. I would feel better about druidic magic destroying this thing than a null sparked fire. Mm-hmm. So okay, uh, okay, yeah, I, I pass off the cursed null figure to my good buddy, and I just could have sort of drop it into the flame in my hands. All right. Uh, it catches pretty easily, and rather than like smoking as you would expect it to, it instead like drips a viscous black tar um, all over my hand, huh? <laughs> yes. Yep. Which which evaporates pretty quickly after coming into contact with the air. Okay. Huh. So so I'm not like I'm not cursed, right? <laughs> Maybe. Do you huh. hear the Lord Bill cursed? <laughs> are, are you or have you in the last six weeks burned a demon effigy? Um do I cast cure wounds on myself? You don't appear to be <laughs> that's, okay. uh, that's an entirely different spell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any candles. Okay. Well that was it's weird. Covered under our insurance. <laughs> so that was a pretty sweet tweak you had you got. By the way, Terra Jux. Oh yeah, you know I just um, can, I, can I see that? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I hand him a perfectly ordinary twig. Yeah, I'm just like checking it out. Everybody could do whatever else while while we're on our way back. So, so, I went and restocked my arrows from the uh, mm-hmm. bowman that was there. Oh, yeah. As far as proof goes, I figure my fist left a pretty good indentation on the big guy's face. I say we take the head. Yeah, and the glaive. Because yes. there's probably a guard that could make use of that. Oh, like yeah. our, our friend that we're gonna have friend to, Brooks. We're going to have awfully to friendly. to not get us away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bribe. That should help after charming him. Right? All I'm saying is he's going to rapidly lose credibility. Because he was <laughs> drunk, he was asleep, and we just killed a bunch of gnolls. That's true. Well, we should hurry back. Hey everyone, this is Dungeon Master Joe here. Uh, Just wanted to let you know that uh, this episode 
contains two sessions that were spliced together, so the abrupt transition here from we should go to who wants to remind us of what happened last time is a result of that. Still getting used to this whole editing podcast thing, so please bear with us uh, as we continue to improve. Uh, I should also note that there are a couple of patches where the audio gets kind of rough and kind of glitchy. Uh, That's a result of apparently a poor internet connection uh, spiking up in the middle of recording. So again, thanks for bearing with us. Who wants to remind everybody of what you guys accomplished last time? Well, last time, uh, a couple of nameless members, aka people that Fallrock didn't see due to this, uh, convinced a guard by a charm person. No, he's their best no, friend. allegedly. And then uh, not even allegedly. Nobody, nobody even uh, didn't put him to sleep. He got him. He fell asleep. Ruined his life uh, by no. making it seem as if he had fallen what? off the wagon and gone back to drinking. Uh, and it's, if he had very serious issues that needed to be talked out with his fellow guards. Um, after that, we got involved in some null hunting. And we hunted a bunch of nolts. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Hunted the shit out of them. Oh, almost got cursed. Almost. Almost. Yes. I'm pretty sure that Brooks and Williamson, what Jenkins, Wellington, Wellington. Wellington. I'm pretty sure that they've grown a lot closer after this experience, and he didn't actually fall off the wagon. So uh, <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure Brooks is going to be out to get us if we. We convinced everybody else, that. But like, if he doesn't actually continue drinking. I mean, he, you're forgetting we have the most important thing of all: Gold. plausible deniability. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, you don't have gold. But we're getting no, it. No point in the We're about to get it. We have a big old glaive we can sell, and or uh, Brooks. I hopefully apology. I hopefully did not get cursed. Hopefully. Probably not. So you guys are standing on the edge of the Knoll's camp in the clearing in the small copse of trees. You have just killed a whole bunch of Knolls. You have the Knoll leader's head as proof right. that you have done so. Oh, right, because I wanted to take one of them live, but nobody wanted to do that. I remember now. They can't speak common. <laughs> also, they tried to kill us. Yes. I mean, that's, that's a given. I mean, like, that's we just... did just kind of show up and attack them. Falrock, you can't just write situations off because people are trying to kill you. You got to adapt. Didn't didn't you just? If I gave up and threw in the towel every time it turns out that someone wanted to kill me, I'd never get anywhere. We says the guy who executed electrocuted a cultist because he hit him on the head. You guys don't actually know that they're cultists. Yeah, says the person who electrocuted someone after the misunderstanding that had knocked you out had been yeah, resolved by the know, rest of the party. Yeah, you know, see, you say someone, like, uh, at what point are they just a cog in some sort of vast, dark machination? You're changing the subject, and you're going counter to your point, sir. I'm, I'm saying that when we showed up there, their immediate concern was for their own safety and health. They did not care at all about us. They saw us only as meal tickets and objects. So I returned the favor. Wait, are you talking about the gnolls or the no? I'm talking about the cultists. cultists. We're Allegedly. we're still hung up on the people. No, no, that no, 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 no. You had us imprisoned to You're, experiment on. You stop right now. Just stop. Objection. You're trying. <laughs> <laughs> 
that us killing these gnolls isn't isn't a big deal. Just like you killing that last person isn't a big deal. When my whole point is we killed these gnolls to make sure that the city is safe and to defend ourselves because once they saw us, they tried to kill us. That's fair. So there's no argument to be had here. Move on. So anyways... I pat Falrock on the head because I'm taller. I throw his hand <laughs> off of me as soon as he gets close. It's okay. We'll work our way through this. And I give him a winning smile. Now, we have a null head to return. Desmond, you got that thing secured? I don't want it rolling off into the dirt. Oh, no, too late for that. Damn it. <laughs> Desmond and Leyland are like playing kickball. <laughs> it tossed me the rock. <laughs> okay. I think like a flat stone from the side of the road and <laughs> chuck it at Chad's head. Oh, I think I've played this game before and played at. <laughs> it's where you hit each other in the head with a rocket until one of you bleeds. It's like one of my favorite games. Yeah. I'm okay, so we got the head, we got the glaive, we burned the idol. We're good. Let's head back. This has been an illuminating conversation between people who have known each other for 24 hours. Yeah. You make your way back to town. March, march, march. Passing the uh, the fields and farms that you passed on the way here. And yeah. you come to the edge of town, and the people are going about their business as they were uh, the day before when you arrived. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me we didn't get a military parade for <laughs> killing a bunch of yeah. gnolls? Well, I don't think anyone knows that's what we've gone well, yeah. I'm sure it was so, just 90 million over budget. Maybe we should probably... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice. Uh, maybe we should mount the gnoll's head on the glave. No, we want to use it. Ourselves. We want the we want to give it to the guards as a gift. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I thought I thought Don't we were trying not to. I bring think it we're giving it to the mayor, possibly. So, are are people noticing that we have the severed head of an old chieftain? <laughs> well, like Leyland's like sticking it on a glaive, and like Varum's taking it off, is like <laughs> shaking his finger, <laughs> playing hot potato with it. People are starting to take notice uh, because there weren't too many around yesterday when you got there, as it was getting dark. So a bunch of, a, a group of five ragtag people who still look like pale and sickly from their long-term imprisonment show up wearing uniforms that they, the townsfolk recognize as belonging to grain thieves. Mm. Um, yeah, we really need new clothes. Bloody mm -hmm. and uh, with torn clothing as a result of their fight with the gnolls, arguing over what to do with a severed head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I assume we know where the mayor's house, office, mansion, manor, the mayor's place of residence. I assume we know where it is. Like it, it's yeah. probably it stands out. It's it's right in the center of town, next to the tavern and the general store. Let's go there. How convenient. So this group of five ragtag strangers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, uh, marches towards the mayor's house. Still arguing about their severed head. Yeah. I uh, will take the lead and I will disarm any guards with um, my disarming <sighs> smile. God. <laughs> R rather than my winning smile. We'll save that for the big guns. 
you arrive at the mayor's house um, at, at some point during your procession through town. Two guards that you don't recognize catch up to you, and they know who you are since uh, Wellington and Brooks told them. So they, they just kind of follow with you. Just we'll remember, sure an angry mob is a group of four or more. <laughs> <laughs> and by That's the time useful. you arrive at the mayor's house, he has received word that you've returned. And he comes down the stairs looking a little annoyed at the fact that you have been causing such a ruckus. says, I wasn't expecting you to come back. I thought for sure you'd either run or if you tried to fight the gnolls, you'd be killed. You don't look particularly healthy, if you don't mind me saying so. Well, underestimating us was the gnolls' fatal mistake, and I give him a winning wink. We brought you this token of our gratitude for not, you know, insta-murdering us. Like, I hand him, like, the glaive. (laughs) Where did you find I just hold out the head. Suffice to say, your, uh, your friends in the forest won't be troubling you ever again. Ever. Um, upon seeing the severed head, his expression passes momentarily over disgust and lands on extreme gratitude. Uh, and he he gingerly takes it and sets it to the side, like holding, touching it as little as possible as he yeah. does. And we're, we're all like looking at him like a, a cat <laughs> that's trying to teach their human how to hunt. <laughs> like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to eat it? Uh, and he shakes each of your hands um, and says, please come in. Uh, oh, what order does he shake our hands in? <laughs> this is important. Uh, Leolin was holding the head, right? So he would yeah. he would shake Leolin's hand last, <laughs> or second to last, actually, because he remembers that you're moist, and he uses that to kind of wipe wipe his hand <laughs> off afterwards. <laughs> All right. He's a smart man. Yeah, clearly. Um, and he gestures for you to come inside. <coughs> Enter. And you go into his house, and it's, you know, it's reasonably well apportioned. It's not, like, super fancy or opulent. This is a man of, of relative means. And he opens a drawer uh, towards the back of the house in a cabinet, and he pulls out a small pouch, and he hands it over to whoever is closest to him. He says, there are 50 gold pieces in here, uh, 10 for each of you, and, and thanks for what you've done for our town. And... I'm sure once word gets out, the other townsfolk may may extend their own gratitude to you as well. We've been living in fear of those gnolls and are still quite upset over the townsfolk that were killed. Nice. Understandable. You're free now. And I guess I take the gold unless someone else was in front of me. No, I think each of us took our ten pieces. I, I don't think we want Terra Jacks. All right, we're just shaking it out and splitting it right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. Like Desmond bites, bites, and makes sure the gold's <laughs> correct on each each and every piece. He sticks it in his boot. I I don't even count mine. I just assume that everyone's taking their fair share. And I mean, I get eleven. Pocket pouch <laughs> and bow to the mayor. If you're you're more than welcome to stay here as long as you need to, is there anything that we can do for you? Uh, you How about some clothes? A group here, (laughs) one at a time, please. All right, we're 
I think we should get clothes so we don't look like thieves. Yeah. Clothes are cheap. Room and lodging is not. Mm. Lodging. Uh, bed for the night then? Mm. Seems fair. Yeah. I I feel like we should keep moving personally. I think another night to rest here wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Still not feeling the greatest, but... We're not very far from that dark fortress, though. I I, I think we should, now that the mayor likes us a bit more, we should see if he has any more information about the fortress or anything. Like a springboard. Maybe maybe even be a little bit uh, charming. No. Um, Yeah. (laughs) No. I'll put the moves on him. Always an option. Mm, no. Okay, so we'll uh, one more night in the inn, mm-hmm. some clothes, and any information he has on the place up the road. Correct. Mm. Sounds in good. that order. Well, all right. Actually, the information is probably more important. But I like clothes. Clothes are number one for me because. Every we have money now. We can go buy clothes. That's true. All right. Hey, information and lodging come first. Yeah, information first, then lodging, then clothes. I turn back to uh, the mayor. I'll just jump up no, and down in front of him without clothes on until he gives me new ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you see, we're all still pretty shook up about our uh, our circumstances, and we're any information you can give us about strangers who have been passing through in the last several months or people you've seen more than once coming through perhaps with supplies things like that uh any information about uh the the path up the road that goes into the forest we would much appreciate that and i i hate to trouble your hospitality once more but perhaps one more night of lodging in the inn so that we might uh, rest and recover fully from our ordeal would be wonderful and of course, I do you have a, a clothier in town or a, a seamstress, someone who could provide us with? Uh, and I kind of like pull at my uniform clothing. And I, <laughs> as uh, I hate to, you know, be wearing these, it's it's really just anything we can do to distance ourselves from these unsightly garments would be also good. Uh, certainly, certainly, uh, it would be no trouble for you to stay another night at the at the inn. Uh, Leonard, the tailor in town, I imagine, would be more than happy to provide you with new clothing, as uh, it was his sister was one of the ones who was taken by the Knolls. Oh, that's terrible! And uh, he he's been very vocal about wanting them destroyed. So. I imagine he'll be quite grateful to you. Uh, as for information, I'm afraid I don't have very much for you. We haven't had anybody coming through town out of the ordinary, um, barring barring the green thieves a while back. There is the usual flow of uh, people going in and, and up to the north on their way to the mining towns, but nothing strange or unusual. Hmm. I see. And uh, do you perhaps have a map or something, or would you know of the surrounding towns where we might ask further questions or see if they've seen anything? Well, if you if you need questions answered, then the capital is probably your best bet. It's only three days or so south of here. 
Oh, so close, really? Yes, I'm. This is one of the reasons that I was highly suspicious of your claims that you didn't know where you were. I see. Well, then, yes, we should absolutely visit the capital. Well, yes. Um, I thank the mayor once more and bow. And I wish him a, a pleasant, I guess it's like afternoon. Yeah. A pleasant morrow and afternoon and day uh, and evening, morning. Just the whole, the whole thing. <sighs> from, from rise to slumber. We, we leave. I whispered to Fall Rock, and he was doing so well. <laughs> as, you're, as you're monologuing, the mayor is like very gently ushering you towards <laughs> Just and poking at us with a broom. Fall Rock and Leylin are also ushering you towards the door, but less gently. Yeah. That checks out. Uh, and he... Uh, steps out onto the onto his porch along with you and points at a building across the way and that's Leonard's uh, tailor shop. You'll be able to find clothes there. The Does general he... store is next to me. He points to the building and of course you know where the tavern is and he gestures to the building on the other side of his house. Um, does Leonard happen to also do leatherworking or tanning? Is he a yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is he only just yeah just tailor work or does just fabrics i'm afraid we don't really have any mu- we don't have much use for leather working here all right you wouldn't happen to know a jeweler would you no jewelers i'm afraid all of the jewelry from from the mining towns to the north goes straight through onto the capital mm, understandable all right well let's go talk to leonard leonard sounds like a tailor's name yeah Yes, yes. And I think that's probably a good place to stop for the for the yep. time. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening. If indeed anybody is listening to this, I've been Joe, your DM for this adventure. Uh, playing with me are I'm Daniel. I play Chad. Kale Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. Matt Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajux. And <laughs> one day we'll have outro music. That's our outro music for the time being. Anyway, Banjos I love my Casper mattress. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>